Oh, man, I've been waiting to hear that for so long, baby. And here we are. Bet the best, Tim and the Bear. Podcast episode 25. We're a quarter of a century old now. 25 episodes of this. And what better way to come off and kick off the fucking 25th episode than to have some fucking Cowboys football and to have Tom Brady playing. Jesus Christ, does it get any better? No, I'm not. I'm really not sure. No, you're gonna I'm not sure you're going to root for You can't take Tom's Tom's cock out of your mouth. If you love yeah, your Dallas, there, you love your Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I do. And uh, I was thinking to myself, like, damn, I need to get a new jersey because right now I'm wearing a Jason Witten jersey. Shout out to a legend. But um, I really don't fuck with getting jerseys unless they're a legend. And as of right now, we don't have any legends on this team. So, I mean, yeah, you're not zero, wrong. You're not wrong. zero legends. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I might I might get another throwback T.O. jersey or something. Shout out to you. But, um, I mean, you never the way his career is going. He might end up in Dallas in two years. Who knows? But, um, yeah, dude, good to be back. We got week one coming up. We got a Thursday night football tonight. I believe it starts at 7 o'clock with uh, Bucks Cowboys. Yeah, I, if I'm not mistaken. It's, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 7 o'clock. That's what I was seeing online. Let's, uh, let's confirm. 820. 8.20, all right. Well, I guess coverage must start at 7. So we still got another two hours and 20 minutes to make a lot of bets, make a lot of fantasy lineups, and uh, we're going to fucking walk you through what we're doing and uh, hope to win you guys some money. I know Bernie Bernie, Bernie wrote, wrote a spectacular write-up. You know, if you see a little insider, inside baseball right here, spectacular, spectacular write-up. We've got a bunch of shit to discuss, so um, why not get the fuck in it? Um you got a lot. You got. We got a few locks of the week for week one, and we've got one tonight, Bernie. I'll let you. I'll let you kick it off, and I'll tell us what you got. Yeah, lock of the week for week yeah, one. Lock of the week for week one. Is, is, over in tonight's game. Over in tonight's game. It's fifty-three. It's fifty-three. Uh, uh, no secondary. No secondary. You really know. You really know. I know. about a 10 point win for them. It's a high scoring game. So 53, I love the over here. That's a lot. Win for them. It's a high scoring game. So 53, I love the over here. That's a lot. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough uh, not to. And also, you know, offenses are going to get going before defenses are because this is the first time you're going to see these offenses come out. Granted, Tampa Bay has the same fucking team as they did last year on both sides of the ball. But we've got arguably he was going to be the, the best quarterback, maybe a side getting hurt. Um, of course, we're talking about my guy's deck. But um, just with the weapons, as you said, C.D. Lamb, fucking Michael Gallup, Mark Cooper, Zeke, even Tony Pollard getting in there for some mix, for some mix-ups. Um, and our tight end game is pretty strong, too. Um, you know, Blake Jarwin was hurt last year. He's the next Gronk. I've been saying it. He got hurt last year, so my, uh, my prophecy has been delayed, but he will be the next Gronk. The dude's too big, too athletic, hands fucking all day. It's uh, – going to be a good year for Blake Jarwin, so hopefully you got him in a few late rounds of your fantasy drafts. There you go, guys. There you go, guys. Uh, he's pretty, he's pretty cheap on um, 
pretty cheap on DraftKings and FanDuel too. I think it's around like seven thousand or something like that. Um, so, little, some value there for sure in DFS and in your and in your regular sports. Uh, but uh, we are going to touch on this game a little bit more later. Obviously, it's tonight, so we, we want to hit this while the while the iron's hot. But uh, what are, what are the other locks of the week? You got two more, looks like. Well, apparently, apparently I, 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 I just read this way. One at a time. All of a sudden, they're dogs. All of a dogs. I get the fear that I'll get the fear that I'll play whatever. Which sucks. They just got to play it. Look, Let's uh, let's plug that in. That's what I like to hear right there. Let's let's get a little froggy. So we got uh yeah. So the Chargers minus six. Here we go. That's a that's a one o'clock game coming on Sunday. Alternate spreads. Yeah. So minus five, you can get them at plus two thirty. I'm all over that. I love that shit. Um, and really, it's a battle. You know, you got a high powered offense versus a stout defense. You know, say what you want. Washington's got pieces on defense, and they got a, they got a damn good defense. I understand they gave up points last year. Call it what you want, but they they've got a good defense. They've got a, a at worst top ten defense. We, um, we, we will see, but what we're forgetting about the Chargers is that they, they also have top, top defense. defense. They got both of them healthy. All those all players missed all the year last year. Like they're very good defenders as well. Against, against a new quarterback, quarterback and a new system, uh, you got uh, yeah, new players, players well. They did all the times, not great. Washington figured figure it out. out. Yeah. And with those, those, with that secondary, secondary man, that they're going to lock You're not wrong. People people do sleep on the Chargers' defense, 100%. People are definitely talking about Washington's defense much more than talking about the Chargers' defense. But And obviously, we already know what the Chargers' offense is. Rookie stud. Justin Herbert, he's throwing to a pretty goddamn good set of receivers. And um, fucking Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, um, who else they got? Oh, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, yeah. So hopefully he plays. That's that's going to be huge for me. I'm going to be very upset if he doesn't. Um, but, yeah, Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler are just fucking fantasy heroes, man. I, I was trying to get them in every league last year that I was in. Uh, PPR yeah, now. Huh? Well, I got him in my in our dynasty league this year, and you're sitting there. What are you trying? What were you trying to give me? You're trying to give me Julio Jones in a first for Austin Eckler? No, it's Julio. No, it's Julio in a first. That's what you said. I think it's Julio really really on it. Ah, maybe. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, you're not you're not touching Austin Eckler, even though he needs to chill with this injury shit. But um. We didn't even kick off the day by talking about the bullshit injuries that's occurred to the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, let's, right. let's touch base on that real quick. That shit sucks. R.I.P. to the Ravens season. I mean... Uh, no, not really. It's not over. We're going to get the touches. They're going to go for it. Mark, 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 M
Yeah. But, but the defense the defense all this stuff. Nothing changing about him. The only thing that changes is that Mr. Tyson. Yeah. Tyson. Now my defense is better for people, man. So you know any background on him? Is he a rookie? Uh, I think uh, second year, second year, second year, rookie, second year rookie, but, but I mean, we didn't like him. That's why they wrote a fresh swap and won the starter. I mean, he could be a winner. He's going to be a starting running back. He's going to be a run heavy offense. Le'Veon Bell's only 29. Le'Veon Bell is going to field in the year. He saw the field last year. Yeah, for like what? And you know what? That's the thing, too. Has there ever been a running back that's kind of stepped away from the game that, like, Refound his uh, the fountain of youth per se. Like, have you? Can you think of a running back who's not not injury related? Obviously, Le'Veon Bell was injury related, but he's also contract related, behavior related, all that shit. Um, um I don't know. Because I, I, I mean, their, their shelf life is so short as it is. But uh, but yeah, I really doubt it. Like, like. Like, uh, I don't, 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 streak of fucking bad luck happens for the Ravens, but uh, let's get into this last, uh, the third lock of the week. Who you got? Third, third lock of the week, week is the scores. What's going to happen against the Bills? Tim Buffalo, I guess I just misread. I really don't. Both offenses, I mean, very, very, very good. Defense is good. Better than the Bills. Agreed. Wholeheartedly. You got Megan Pesce there, Darren Bush. Like, I, I, don't I, don't see, see, I don't see why they're pushing that post. I don't understand it. Not a bit. bit. Uh, TJ so Watt just got that, paid. That, huh? Huh? TJ Watt just got paid. As he should have. Oh, TJ Watt got paid. That's right. He's going to play with Wayne Green. Yeah, I don't get it. Steelers plus six and a half is my black lock. Like, that's a black lock. I'm going to get it. Unless someone gets hurt. I don't know. And, you know... Steelers have well, they have Najee Harris now. That, that's their running game has been absolute shit with that corpse James Con- James Conner back there that they had. Benny Snell, he's a backup. He is what he is. But um, getting James Conner and upgrading, hopefully it's an upgrade to uh, Najee Harris is going to be. I think I think it's going to be big time to, for them. Um, ben seems healthy. He was healthy last year, but um, he, and Ben played great last year. If we're being honest, for a 39, 40 year old quarterback, however old he is. Um, the Bills, they did play last year, and the Bills beat them uh, in Pittsburgh. Nope, apologize. It was in Buffalo. That's fucked up. They got to play them in Buffalo twice. But, uh... Yeah, but yeah, but we're going to do a story. Like, it's I agree. At plus six and a half, though, man, that's, uh... That's a lot of points. And even better, I'm taking the plus 240 straight up, if we're being honest. I'll probably parlay the Steelers straight up at plus 240, and the Chargers minus five at plus two forty, and you'll get like seven to one on that, eight to one on that. That's <laughs> way more than that. that. <laughs> hey, we got time, baby. I'm gonna check that. It should would it would it be about ten to one? Might be. Might be. That makes sense. All right, so I'm taking the Chargers minus five, and then the Steelers plus two forty. 
Yeah. Ten to one. That made more, more sense. Yeah, that's getting taken. I should just take it right now, but we'll wait. Um all right, so those are the locks of the night. We got the over in tonight's game, Bucks Cowboys over fifty three. We've got the Chargers, who are now plus one oh five dogs against the Washington football team. Yep, and yep. also the Steelers plus six and a half. Uh, or you can take them straight up for plus two forty. I love all those. I'm uh couldn't agree with you more. There's a couple more out there that I'm I'm sure I'll probably be betting, but for the sake of the podcast and giving the people's winners, which is what we do, and we are gonna start this is gonna be part of the record, by the way. What so is it? We're gonna get these posted. We'll get the first one posted tonight oh, and then uh you know, we got a couple of days until Sunday, but we'll get the rest posted on Saturday. We're looking at going three and oh. We're looking at we're looking at fucking starting off right where we left off with an NBA, and that's cashing tickets, baby. First town podcasters, how do you like us now? Please, we're veterans right now. We are, yeah. We're vet- we're twenty five episodes in, brother. That's a quarter century. Yeah, most yeah, people most do it by this time. <laughs> yeah, most All people We might have to start getting some merch here out soon. Shit, I'm ready. Right. 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 Let's get into uh, some of these fantasy, some of these fantasy uh, questions that uh, are going to come. As far as obviously, you everybody's got a bench. Everybody uses their bench in fantasy. You're not starting the same twelve guys all year long. Um, who do you like this week from a QB perspective in fantasy? Uh, number one this week is Jalen Hurts. I know it sounds weird. It does it sounds very weird, but I'll, I'll, I'll hear you out. and obviously with this you know this gets incorporated in the in the dfs as well i mean at the end of the day these you know 100 rushing yards 10 points then you throw for another 100 or throw for another 150 that's another six you know six points that's 16 points right there just off of the yards alone Give him a rushing touchdown and a, and a rushing and a, and a throwing touchdown. You're looking at 25 points. Sure, he throws a pick, might fumble it, but he's at 21 and he's cheap. So, you know, logic is there for both your fantasy league and your DFS league. Yeah, it's going to be a positive. Either way, if they get up, they're going to rush the ball. They're going to rush the ball. They're going to get down. They're going to get down. So they've got obviously they got Dallas Goddard. I believe Zach Ertz is. Still healthy, that fossil, and then uh, fuck the Eagles, by the way, and then um, you know Devonte Smith. But do they have any other weapons that not, that, that I'm missing? Jalen Rager. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, he was he was a, one of their top picks. Yeah. And then Miles Sanders, dynamic back, can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um, they got Kenny 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 there, there too. Too. Still. So they got the Okay. I questioned this at first as far as why the hell would I start Jalen Hurts, but I mean really those Russian the Russian stats are really like 
Big time. Honestly, that's, that's why Lamar like Jackson is who he is. Like a little like Lamar. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, who's next up? Number two, two, Tyler, Tyler Murray. Murray. Playing, playing a very, very bad defense. 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 That offensive team is insane. But once again, it's just a bad defense. Secondary struggles a lot. We'll see what Tyler does. This is Tyler though. High upside. High upside. There's rushing. He's looking at the basketball line. He's got D-Hop at AJ Green there. He's got more weapons to go through. It's a high-applied point total. It's 52 and a half. They're over under for the game. Uh, it's actually, uh, it's the, actually highest, highest, the second highest, highest in the highest highest week, which means you're going to have a lot of players, a lot of chance of players, players to play for in the single field forever. So, look at Kyle. And Kyle's going to be Kyle's going to be doing everything. He can move, too. Yeah, rush for 50. Rush for a touchdown. Kyler's got a lot of time to have a big game against the bad And let's be honest. I'm not hating on Chase Edmonds quite yet because he really hasn't been given the reins to the running game, but that with the fucking James Conner back there, I can easily see them going like three and out on their first two drives and giving up on the run game because the Titans are going to score. The Titans are fucking loaded too. Obviously, that's why the the, uh, the over is, is as high as it is. But let the Cardinals go down 10 nothing, 14 nothing, 14 3 They're going to abort ship on that running game and they're going to let Kyler work his magic and that's going to be you know produce some big-ass points. Um so no, I'll tell you there. Absolutely, that's uh, that's good strategy right there, brother. Man, it's not, it's not a strategy. strategy. It's not a what? It's not a bad, bad strategy. strategy. No, it's not a bad strategy. It's a good strategy. All right, and your last uh, QB start of the week. Who you got? Uh, uh, it's it's got they really do. Uh, uh, that Cleveland uh, one four is improved, but third secondary is questionable. And when you got with like Kyrie Irving, yeah, uh, for any game, game. Uh, uh, so, so again, applied totals there for the points for fantasy. So there should be a lot of scoring, a lot of lot of chances for a lot of players out there. Could agree with you more. Obviously, that's an obvious one with Patty Mahomes, and I do want to apologize to the listeners because I didn't have echo cancellation on, so it probably sounded like shit. I was like, "Damn, Bernie, do you really not have that good Wi-Fi?" And then I remember I was just over at your house, so I was like, oh, "I just got good Wi-Fi." So, no, so that wasn't me. No, it wasn't you. It was, it. Yeah, does it sound much better now? Sounds way better now. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Holy I told you, I'm on my ghost computer. I had some technical difficulties with mine. So, uh, hey, we're, we're back at it. That's all right. It's just the first 20 minutes of the podcast. No hey, worries. All right, let's get into these running backs of the week. Who you uh, who you liking? Uh, number one, Dalvin, playing a very, very bad Cincinnati Bengals defense. Uh, who and, Huh? And he is. Who Excuse me. <laughs> And uh, he has positive game script, actually, in this game as well. Uh, if, even if they do get up big, uh, he'll be running the ball to control the clock, keep it out of their hands anyway. So it's, 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 it's going to be – he's pretty much game script proof on this game. Uh, he'll catch the ball to the backfield. He'll be doing a lot. Uh, look for him to have big plays against his bad uh, defense. Uh, can't wait to see what happens. Uh, but especially in PPR, half PPR leagues, Dallas is going to murder. Uh, he's going to have a big game. Uh, he, he might. He's going to have a big game. It's 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 going to be impressive. He's he's going to be in most of my DFS lamps for weekend too. Honestly, 
Uh, he's going to destroy the Cincinnati Bengals defense. I don't see a reason why not. Uh, he's going to absolutely murder them. Can't argue with you there. I'm uh, I'm actually upset with myself. I don't. I didn't. I didn't get Dalvin Cook in any of my. I'm, uh, I had the fucking eighth pick in every goddamn draft we did. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying, man. I, I didn't have any. I didn't have anything before six either. So if you don't have two or three, you're really never going to have a chance to get down. Yeah, that's tough, but. Uh, you know, couldn't agree with you more. Obviously, you know, Cincy they they've got a high powered offense. I really like their offense, but um, as you said, you know, whether or not the Vikings go down or not, they're still going to lean on him just because he can pass the ball. I mean, he can rush the ball, he can catch the ball. Um, big big week for Dalvin. Lock that big, big week, big big week. All right. So uh, next up here we got uh the Brown the Browns game in Kansas City, obviously. Kansas City's defense needs work done to it, but um, you like Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt or, or Kareem Hunt? I like either one, baby. If you, you can play either one in this game, I like both of them out of the backfield this game. They're, they're going to get the workhorse. They're run-heavy offense. Uh, once again, like I said, the implied total is big for this game, the over-under being 54-and-a-half. Uh, so it's going to give a lot of lot of chances for it. And, I mean, they're getting, they split 60-40 either way there. So uh, And the, the Chiefs' defense is improving. It's, it's not bad in the secondary, and their middle linebackers aren't that bad. But they still have – trouble stopping the rush uh they did it all last year they couldn't stop the rush much last year uh nick chubb's gonna run all over them that's what nick chubb does and kareem's gonna be that little change of pace back uh so look for both of them to have honestly big games uh they both can have 15 plus fantasy points in my mind for this game uh i wouldn't be surprised if they both see the end zone uh nick chubb could just have it alone with just uh 120 yards stuff like that but kareem could do it with catching alone so he's get four catches for 60 yards in the ppr league he's gonna get 10 points right there uh, but I I really just don't see how either one of these uh, players don't have a big game. I uh, it's hard to argue that, and I do I do want to bring this up here because obviously they're going to be relying on Chubb and Hunt, who can, who can both, you know, they can catch the ball. You know, that's not yeah. necessarily what they're known for. I think Kareem Hunt more than Nick Chubb, but um, I'm a, a quiz you here. What do you think Baker's over yards are for the game? About to take guess, probably two thirty, two sixty. Really? Is yeah. That high? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I like, the, I like the under. I do like the under there. I, uh, Baker. I mean, Baker has his days. Uh, he really does. Uh, I don't. I don't see him attacking Kansas City like that. You want to keep it. So, especially playing Kansas City, you want to keep it out of their hands. This means you have to run the ball. Yeah. If you're not going to run the ball and you're going to make these quick plays and you give it right back into Kansas City's hands to score, then you're not, not going to have a success with them. You need to keep it out of their hands, control the clock, and run that ball. That's so, how they almost beat them in a divisional round. Yeah, and, that's what, and, that's what they did, and that's what they did last year in the playoffs. They ran the ball against them. They, mm-hmm. they, they had a good game, and they kept it close. So that's what they got to do if they want to keep close in this game against the best team in the league, Kansas City. They, and so I don't see – I mean, Baker's 260. Actually, I do like that bet that you said that. Under? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he finished with 204 in last year's loss, 17-22 loss. So uh, I like that under two. I think I mean, uh, he doesn't throw the ball thirty plus times. It's just not what Baker does. He throws it like twenty five times. Mm-hmm. So and then, that'd be like at most. Even in that game, he threw it thirty seven times and couldn't get over the. Couldn't even sniff the three inch mark. Baylor well, got he, he had to throw thirty seven because they were down fourteen at one point. So he had to come back get get those going. So yeah. All right, your last uh, your last running back start you love. This is my favorite one. I mean, I don't think he's going to be doing, but James Robinson. Uh, James Robinson against Houston Texans defense, which cannot stop the run to save their lives. Robinson crushed them in both games last year. They played them, went for stupid numbers, if I remember correctly. Uh, it was quite impressive. Uh, no Travis Entian there. 
there's really no one in that backfield. Like they picked up Duke Johnson. And they have Carlos Tide too, but that's basically his backup roles, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Robinson's a monster. Uh, he's 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 game script proof too, honestly, just like Dalvin. Uh, if the Jags get up, they're going to run the ball through him. He's going to attack that line, and, and he's going to have a field day again. He really is going to have a field day. He tore them up both games last year. There is no reason. That, that defense hasn't proved at all. Uh, so James Robinson is going to have a great day actually out there. Um, it's, I, I, there's no reason for him not to have a good day. Yeah, Texans had the 27th ranked defense last year. for, uh, And that was with Deshaun Watson, obviously, on the other side of the ball. So yep. it's, it's going to be shit time for them because it's going to be a lot of three and outs. Yeah, they're going to hand the ball right back to James Robinson so we can run it down their throats every time. What the line on that game is? I know Jags are favorite. Minus three, I believe. I love that. Oh, I do. I, do too. I mean, I mean, I, you can't trust the Jags like that anyway, but I do like that. Uh, he he okay, he didn't play against Houston the first time, but the second time against Houston, he had 25 attempts for 99 yards. So he already had 100 that game. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, yeah, and that, and that 25 was – 25 attempts for what? 99, so it's uh, just over four. It's just oh, after Gary. Gary. Yeah. Yep, had a TD along with that too. So, you know, he's going to – like Texans just, Texas just don't stop the run. And James Robinson has a field day, so I can't wait to watch him run. Heard. All right, let's get into these receivers. I see you got my number one guy here. Mr. Tyreek Hill is your, uh, your Tyree best player. Yes. I mean, yeah. same concept, man. I mean, the, the Browns – got the, like I said, the Browns front four has gotten a little better, uh, but their secondary is still iffy and stuff like that. Um once again, highest supply total. They're they're gonna have all the all the, all the chance in the world. Uh, Tyreek is Patrick's favorite target. Um, he's gonna have all the chance. He's gonna target a lot. As, I mean, there's only two receivers out there. It's him, Cole, and then Travis Kelsey. So, like, I mean, Demarcus comes in there occasionally, but Tyreek get, gets everything, and he burns people. And big play potential is huge there. He can go for two big plays and have you a field day. Yeah, uh, two two fifty yard plays, two sixty yard plays, and a touchdown. Like he's already at eighteen points right there, and that's I mean, you're loving that. So his his upside in this game is huge, and uh, I like it a lot. It's crazy they didn't bring in anybody to like, you know, just another receiver. Because I mean, Miko, like he is. Hey, ooh, you give Miko a chance this year, man. This is year of the Hardman. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, you know, Sammy Watkins is good for them. Hey, there's a reason they didn't resign Sammy and kept Miko, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming so. He played his ass off last year. Yeah, yeah. he's still. Uh, Byron Pringle yeah. still there. Demarcus Robinson still there. So I mean, they kept most of the same, if not their entire new offense is exactly the same. Yeah, they, 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 they draft to. Uh, were they hurt last year? The offensive line got hurt in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they lost their two All Pros. That's right. Okay. Yeah, uh, Chiefs are going to stomp them. By the way, I, they're going to stomp them. Yeah, in my opinion, I think I think they will. Um, I think Cleveland's good. I think they'll, they'll they'll probably be a playoff team as well. But uh, Chiefs are Chiefs got something to prove after after that abysmal performance they gave up to my guy in the Super Bowl. But on to your next uh, your must start for wide receiver, uh, Mr. D Hop. Uh, same concept as earlier. Uh, I mean, high high implied total. He's got the guy Kyler throwing to him. I already talked about Kyler earlier. It's a bad secondary. Uh, with the Tennessee Titans, DeAndre Hopkins should eat them alive. Uh, the man is fast, big, catches everything thrown to him. Uh, it's going to be it's up and down game. He's got a ton of targets, man. Like he's going to have the most targets in that game. He's going to have twelve targets. Like that's what D Hop does. He, he just 
ask for targets, whether he's double teamed or not, and he catches everything. Uh, he's got a big game. Diop's a man. I mean, I don't know what to say. I'll say, man, like, it's just, it's just the Tennessee matchup is so nice for him, and having Kyler throw him the ball like that, it's, it's, it's going to be very nice. Yep, and the uh, Titans did rank 29th in uh, passing defense last year, and uh, w- without many pickups this year, it's it's hard to say that it'll be any different. Well, I mean, when the, when, the, when they have the offense they have, I think they think that they can beat most teams fire with fire. So, uh, I mean, that's what that's what we're gonna try to do, man. So honestly, mo- most of those most of those Tennessee games, wherever they're playing, man, I, I also like the over most of them. If I had to be honest. I mean, I don't see when I don't see when they're not going to be shootouts. Like maybe 35, 30, like stuff like that. Like I just don't see how they're avoiding shootouts with their defense, like like it is. They can also control the clock, though. They can do that with Derrick Henry. Oh yeah, they, oh, one hundred percent, they can. Uh, they they definitely can, and I agree there. But I mean, that's that's what they want to take their chance on. But they picked a Pluto for a reason, man. Trying to figure out their trying to figure out their uh, identity, which it was run first. But now let's say Tannehill gets thirty passes a game now. I mean. Mm-hmm. That's gonna that's gonna be a different kind of story, man. Tannehill's good. He's gonna prove it. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's get to this third one. Who's your uh, third must-have receiver of the week? Third must-have receiver is Mr. Justin Jefferson, uh, playing Cincinnati. Uh, same thing with Dalvin. Cincinnati's defense overall is just god awful. Uh, there's not a single good part about it right now. Uh, they didn't really fix much in the draft or in the offseason. Uh, they're still figuring out their identity. Uh, Justin Jefferson's having a field day. Uh, it's only him and Thielen out there. Even without no no over Smith either, so it's, it's not much going tight end wise. But I mean, it might though. I mean, the, the back of tight end is not bad. Uh, but Justin Jefferson is going to murder. He's fast, catches everything. I uh, guess a bad Cincinnati Bengals defense. Uh, look for him to go. Look for him to go get targeted early and often. Uh, I'm expecting like a hundred and a touchdown from him this game. That's a that's a decent game for him. That's a, that's damn near what he averaged last year. He had yeah, uh, incredible rookie season. All right, moving on to the tight ends. We don't even have to talk about these two guys. Travis Kelsey, obviously the best tight end in the game. And um, Mr. George Kittle, I say third best tight end in the game. You didn't give my guy Waller here, who I would expect to be the third one. Uh, no, he's playing the Ravens defense. Okay, fair so, enough. So I don't care for that too much. I mean, Waller's fourth for me this week. So Waller's right, okay. right there. But that's talk about this guy. Let's talk about this guy here. Hold on, can we talk? Can we talk about my first, uh, my first line on my write up for Travis Kelsey, <laughs> where it just says "duh." Yeah, I <laughs> like mean he's, he's a freak. Like it's just an obvious thing, man. Until proven otherwise, Travis Kelsey just does starter every week. He's just number one every week. Like it's just mm-hmm. kind of a thing. And then, and and like all these other like podcasts want to like evaluate it and talk about it and like be like, oh, this is why he did. Dude, it's Travis Kelsey. He 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 he's gonna have the most targets of any tight end in the in the in the, in the week one. I mean, he's like. 2010 Gronk status or, yeah. or 2010 Calvin yeah. Johnson status. He's just stupid, man. And it's, it's just something that you're never going to bench. You're never thinking about benching. So until proven otherwise, it's just it's just one of those things where it's, it's just it just makes sense. It's just a duh thing. Uh, well, what, what doesn't make sense here um, until you – I'm sure you're going to put it very eloquently and it will make sense is uh, your third best tight end of the week is a rookie. Let's hear about him. He is. Uh we haven't seen much of Coppice. We don't know it. Uh, the talent's there. And the main reason is the targets are going to be there. I mean, think about the receivers that Matt Ryan has stowed to right now. It's Calvin Ridley, and then it falls off really fucking hard. Uh, I mean, Russell Gage is all right. He's nothing crazy or anything like that. So and Matt Ryan's already proved he likes throwing to tight ends. So give him an athletic tight end to throw to. The targets going to be there for Kyle Pitts. 
So he's my number three just because they're playing a bad they're playing a bad Philly defense who doesn't keep up well with tight ends. Uh, and Kyle Pitts is going to have the targets. He's going to see eight targets at least this game. Uh, they're going to they're going to go to him early and often. Uh, I can't wait to see what he does with it. Um, but I mean, like most rookie most rookie tight ends do start off slow, but I, I don't see it happening, man. It's a very good setup for him here. Like he's looking for the targets. He's looking he's looking to get all the looks. He's looking to get a bad defense against the Eagles. Like. It's a very good week one matchup to get his confidence going. I mean, he's uh, he's certainly – he was a top five draft pick, wasn't he? Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yes, he was. Let's see uh, where he's at on um, DraftKings as far as his salary. Um, because obviously you're going to have your, your top three core guys, um, Kittle, Waller. and Yeah, Waller's not in DraftKings. He's Monday night game. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, they might have it up there already. Just a little, just a little white noise. If you're yeah, drinking right. this weekend, make sure to head over to thepluggrink.com. Put put in your promo code BET20, get 20% off. Feel great. But yes, Kyle Pitts is actually – Oh, they don't have it. Yeah, it's not up there Kyle yet. Pitts is the eighth tight end on the slate for DFS. Is he? He's behind people like TJ Hawkinson playing 49ers. Like – He's behind Hunter Henry, who we got no idea about. Logan Thomas, I mean, I get Logan, but then he's got Mike Yusecki, who's playing, who's playing uh, the Patriots. Like those are tough matchups, man. Yeah, absolutely. Those are not good. Oh, so yeah, I love plugging Kyle Pitts into a lot of lives this weekend too, as well. Just for that cheap. Deck. I mean, I'm looking to plug Travis Kelsey most of mine, yeah. but, but I, I do, I do like Kyle Pitts too. Well, maybe do a uh, Kyle, Kyle Pitts tight end, and then uh, Kelsey flex. Huh? I like your heads at man. I like that. That's yeah, good. I like this look creative. Yeah, we'll see. But um, all right, let, let's finish off these uh these defense starts that we like this week. We've got uh 49ers at the Lions. That's just that's obvious, a, man. That's a I mean, those defense is ridiculous. And that Lions offensive line is not good. They got no receivers. I mean, the the best starting receiver right now is Terrell Williams and then a rookie. Uh DeAndre Crazy. Swift, they gotta figure it out, but I mean the 49ers are top against both the passing and the rushing defense, man. And the best yeah. player for the, the Lions is DeAndre Swift behind that backfield, who's going to get stomped by that front four. Like, the, like they're, they're ready to play. The 49ers come out to prove something this year, and they're they're going to take it to Detroit. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, I would say that's number one above all. And then you got Green Bay against the Saints here. Yeah, I get, I get. You know, Jameis does like to throw picks, but he also likes to throw touchdowns too. Oh, I, I agree, but I mean, there's there's not a lot of defenses I actually like this week, to be honest. Yeah, I'm with like, you. Like, it's, like uh, there's like there's a lot of close matchups. There's a lot of what if scenarios. Um, and what why I like Green Bay there is that you you're gonna get the opportunity. I mean, they have no Latavius now, and they have, they're, they're they're running on receivers of Marcus Callaway and Traquan Smith, so it's not great. Uh, Jameis does like to throw picks. He likes to put. He likes to go in there and try to. Right, the needle. So let's say, I mean, shoot, they hold a fourteen points, but they have to get two picks. You have two opportunities to get a pick six. Yeah, I'm looking for those extra touchdown points from the from the Green Bay Packers this year, and that's why I really like them this week. I like the Patriots defense against the Dolphins. I like both of them too, but I, I just don't know what I'm getting out of either one of them right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's, it's going to be a very low scoring game. I like both of them. It's going to be very low scoring. It's, it's going to be. A, it's not going to be much going on. But I'd, I'd like I don't see a lot of turnovers either way there. I mean, but there might be. I'm, I'm not sure we're gonna get Mac Jones yet. Tua's got all these new weapons. Uh, they have they revamped their whole offense around Tua. Uh, Mac Jones, we haven't seen much out there. They revamped their whole offense around Mac Jones too. They're bringing in Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, stuff like that. Kendrick Bourne. So I, I 
I don't know what I'm seeing out of them that much right now. At least with the at least with Green Bay and the Saints, I have an idea of what I can get from those defense. And then uh, your last one here is the the Broncos versus the Giants, and I see that yeah, the implied the implied uh, over is forty two. That's that's pretty well, abysmal. That's so the that's- lowest over under of the week one uh, slate. Uh, Denver's got a great secondary. They're bringing in uh, Von Miller's coming back off injury. Uh, they got Patrick Sertain Jr. now on that secondary. He's already proven a couple things in, in, the, in the preseason, what he can do. Um, and Daniel Jones, once again, just like Jameis, likes to throw that pick. Actually likes to fumble a lot, too. I think he's the most fumble QB in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those turnovers are all there for, the, for Denver to go crazy with the Giants. Uh, we'll figure it out with the Giants. I'm not sure. Their offensive line's terrible. So Von Miller and Bradley Chubb should have a field day. Honestly, um, I do like the Denver Broncos a lot against the Giants, especially with those over-under being so low. There's not much opportunity for either team scoring there. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, so we've talked about who we like. Now let's talk about who we hate. Oh, I can't um, wait to get the running back. She's going to hate me. So, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, I need to look up something real quick. So we got some dead noise. Make sure you head over to thepluggedrink.com. Get yourself a 20% off. With the twenty, so Carson Wentz is ready for Week One. That's what the reports say, man. I've not seen anything since sitting. I've seen he's ready to go Week One. He's going to be a starter, um, and he's my number one sit for Week One. Wow, we'll be on the field for Week One. Wow, and he's my number one sit for Week One. Uh, limited targets on um, receiver wise. Uh, no Ty Hill not there. Not, their tight ends aren't great right now either. Uh, so they're basically working with Michael Pittman Jr. He's very talented. I like Michael Pittman a lot. But after that, falls off really hard. Paris Campbell's basically a speedster out there. Uh, you're basically banging on Jonathan Taylor to catch on the backfield. And SEL defense, like at the beginning, yes, yes, it was bad. But after they switched around, got Jamal Adams, revamped a couple things, man. They turned around the second half of that year. They really did. Jamal Williams changed the secondary a lot, uh, put some pressure on a couple players out there. So it's going to be – Yeah, Jamal Adams. Geez, well, I say Jamal Williams. Jamal Adams. Um, so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very good. I can't I can't wait to see uh, that Seattle defensive work this year. Uh, I don't have any faith in Carson until I see it. Uh, just uh, no rushing upside either with him. He doesn't really he's not mobile anymore like he was. Uh, they're gonna look to run the ball more against a, a weaker not weak but a weaker rushing defense in the in the Seahawks than their passing defense. So they'll look to target Jonathan Taylor more than uh, than passing ball in there. Second here. Mr. Uh, Mr. Tua, man, I just I just heard him say his name on a, a fucking interview, and now I've already forgotten it. Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I said earlier I didn't like him, and I can see later we get down on the list. There's a couple other Dolphin yeah. players. We're just gonna so, we're just gonna knock out these next two QBs in the same in the same breath. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be Mac Jones and Tua. Uh, they're both playing. I mean, divisional. Uh, they're playing. They're both playing really tough defenses and very, very tough secondaries. Of that, um, I get Stephon Gilmore might be out for the Patriots, but that, t- that defense is still really good. Uh, they're going to put a lot of pressure on him. Um, same way with the, the Miami Dolphins. I, so honestly, I I don't like many fantasy players from this game. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very low implied total, if I remember correctly. It's forty-three and a half. Uh, you're not really getting much out of this game. Uh, you're not looking to. You're not looking to score high. You're not looking for big plays for people. Uh, both teams play very tight knit, uh, tight to the chest kind of teams. Uh, so I can't. I mean, I'm, I'm very interested to watch this game. I think it's gonna be a very fun game to watch. I can't wait to see what both teams do, what, what they're actually gonna do this year. 
but I, I don't like either quarterback this week. I really don't. Both secondaries are tough. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. All right, we can get on over to the running backs. And, and this, first one, <laughs> this first one makes me sick, but, I mean, it's it's not a bad take at all. Um, you know, Zeke really? Elliott against the Bucks. Yeah. Obviously, the Bucks have an elite defense, and they brought everybody back from last year's Super Bowl run. Um, and Number then the one rushing. Gangster, what's that? Number one rushing defense last year too, man. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Like, and, uh, you know, Zeke obviously is is has the potential to be – Top three running back in the league, but when you're going up against the best of the best, and then you're also going up against a high-powered offense, and also you're in a high-powered offense. But and no Zach Martin too, and, and yeah, proved tough, last year the offensive line really hurts Zeke when they're not there. Uh, but it's but it, like I'm, and folks, I'm not saying if if you have no other options and and, and your next option is something crazy, like you still have to start Zeke. You really do. Uh, and I want to feel comfortable about it. I, I I really don't like him at all this week. I don't I don't think he has a good start to to this week. I mean, he might prove me wrong. Like he could prove me wrong, hundred percent. But statistically, and looking at the team he's playing, and looking at the game script, look at how is everything's going to happen. I mean, the, the Dallas Cowboys are nine nine point dog, so they're looking to be behind most of the game, which means they're not going to look to run the ball that much. Uh, they're looking to pass the ball against a I guess a weaker secondary in the Bucks, but it's still a very good secondary too. But they're going to be looking to pass the ball. They're going to look to keep up pace. They're going to, look to score. Um, his over is, I think, 67 yards. It is his over-under. And that's not great for Zeke. It's not a lot. Wow. Uh, so, so if it's over-under 67, guys, that means you're only getting six points right there. And then you're praying he gets a touchdown. Praying he gets a touchdown. Um, but if you somehow – like if he gets goal line situation, banks in two touchdowns, you got it right there. So, folks, I'm not – It's I'm 55. Not, huh? Well, 55 and a half gets you minus 115, so it's around 60. Okay. And on the, guys, I'm not saying don't start him if you have no other options. But if you let's say you got someone – shoot. Like you were talking about Chase Edmonds earlier, Tim. I'd rather start Chase Edmonds this week over Zeke just because they're playing an easier easier defense Tennessee. He's going to get the looks, stuff like that. Um, I'd rather play I'd rather play Mike Davis with Atlanta playing Philly. I'd rather There's certain players I'd rather play this week over Zeke, and that's why he's just my number one sit of the week. If you had those kind of players – I would probably start him over Z because you're, you're going to be upset at the end of the day today when he only goes for 60 yards and that's it. Yeah. And, and he only gets six points because that's not because he's a top five fancy pick, top six fancy pick. And if you're getting six points at your top six fancy pick, you're not going to be happy with it at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm in that position now and I'll be starting him because I don't have, you know, I don't have anybody behind is, me. Is that's, this in uh, our dynasty? Huh? Is this in our dynasty league? No, no. This is in. Um, is this Joe's or Jeff's league? I want to say Joe's league. I think I got Zeke, if I'm not mistaken. Pretty uh, positive I got Zeke. Yeah, I want to see if you got an option, man. You might have an option to switch it up. Let's take a look at it. Hold on. Here we go. So that was I, our, that, I do want to see that. Hold on. We'll do we'll do uh, some game planning live. I'm not playing this week. I don't care. All right. Let's see what you got here, Timothy. Where are you oh, at? There it is. I got you. Okay. Oh, you got James Robinson, you lucky bastard. Yeah, no, we both got really good teams in that. That was an easy draft. Oh, I had the number one rated draft, by the way. Just to throw no that cares. out there. Um, ew, you are not wrong, sir. Um, yeah, you really are. That's a must start for you, buddy. Uh, I can't remember my team. I got to pull it up. Your bench is Jerry Judy, Tony Pollard, Cooks, Russell Gage, Marquise Brown, Latavius, and A.J. Green. Who do I have in my flex? Miles Sanders. I mean, you. you I think Zeke's just – you got to start him there. Yeah. I mean, hey, and again, I'm praying for a touchdown, which is likely. Yeah. You know, it's like – I think it's like minus 
130 for me to touchdown. So if he can give me 70 yards, a touchdown, two catches for 20 yards, that gets me like 17 points. I'll be happy with that. But, um, you know, yeah. it's not the greatest matchup as we, we've already went over. But um, let's uh, let's get on to the, we've, we've already talked about the Niners, how, how dominant their defense can be and how they're playing yeah. against a, a, just a shit Detroit team. They suck. Um, DeAndre Swift doesn't suck, but nope. But their you know, offensive line does. A piece of gold covered in shit. Most people still don't want, and that's pretty much what DeAndre Jordan. I mean, DeAndre Swift is right now. So, uh, shit, I'd rather take DeAndre Jordan right now. Shit. Yeah, really. Shit. Um, and then David Johnson is he the starter for the, the um, Texans? No, he is, no, he is not. That is why he is on my sit list because people were drafting him all year long like he was the starter. And Ingram. Mark, really? Ingram, Mark, Mark Ingram was named the starter. I mean, death chart wise, he's number one on death chart. He was, I think he's named a starter. He was taking starter reps during practice. So I would be weary if I had David Johnson or Philip Lindsay. I, I get that they might have had to start him, whatever people drafting David Johnson first over all the other two. I get it. But according to practice, according to the death chart, according to what's being said, Mark Ingram is the starter. And even if he isn't, you know, obviously there's going to be some competition there with Philip Lindsay there now too. Um, Ingram. And that's a, a three-headed fucking – it's not a monster. It's like a three-headed oh, – It's a three-headed tiny baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. So, you know, Zeke, obviously, he, you know, he's going top eight at, at worst in your first round of your of your, uh, yeah. of your your drafts. But, you know, this this isn't a good week for him. Uh, Swift going against the Niners and the Lions just being shit. Yeah. And uh, David Johnson would just run it back by committee and with just him being old anyways. Um it's not not a good look for any of those guys. Let's get into these wide receivers. Your uh, your number one set of the week. Who we got? Ooh, uh, this is an interesting one. Same concept as Zeke. Like he's a stud. Uh, he's gonna get his targets. The problem is, man. Like I said earlier, people want to sleep on his Chargers defense when they got top secondaries in the league. It's gonna be Mr. Terry Scary this week as my number one set. Scary uh, Terry. Oh no, it's it's Terry McScorin, but not this week. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Brock Fitzpatrick is going to throw the ball a ton. Uh, they're going to figure it out. Uh, I just don't like the matchup against. It's going to be Chris Harris and Derwin James all over him all day. Like they're not. They're not going to be shadowing Curtis Samuel. It's going to be Chris Harris on Terry's on uh, Terry. Got Terry scoring, <laughs> and then Derwin James with shadow over top. Man, I mean, uh, so I don't like the matchup for him this week. Uh, he might. I mean, what he might get a couple catches, sixty yards, but once again, like that's not what you look for from from Terry. He's he's getting drafted as a top ten, top fifteen receiver. Uh, you're not looking for much out of him. I mean, you're praying for sixty yards. Once again, that 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 secondary is going to be all over Terry. Um, yeah. it's, it's it's not going to be good for him. Uh, it's a low it's a low over under two. It's forty five for the game. I mean, it's, it's low implied odds. It's going to be last scoring going on. Um, I do like Logan Thomas this week. Honestly, uh, the, the middle three for the Chargers aren't great against tight ends that, that much either. Uh, so mm-hmm. I do like Logan to be that safety bout for Fitzy. Um, but I mean, we'll see what happens with Terry. I just don't think, I just don't think he's going to have one of his best games of the year this week. All right. And then we get, we move into uh back to Cleveland with uh who used to be maybe the number one receiver in the game. He's coming off a, a very bad injury. He's, he's not as young as he used to be. And ultimately he's in a run first offense. And, uh, that's of course his uh, ODB or former ODB. Now he's just Odell Beckham Jr. Odell but, uh, Beckham, bend it like Beckham. Uh, yeah, yeah he broke that knee like Beckham last year, and that, that that cost him quite a few games. But that's that's, that's what I'm concerned about a couple ways here. I'm concerned about how he's coming off an injury. Uh, to be a first game back off a year long injury, 
Uh, and let's say, like you said, like we talked about earlier with, with these Browns, they run the ball first. And they have so many people out there to throw the ball to. Uh, and he doesn't even command the most targets on his team, man. It's his second receiver, Jarvis Landry, who's their possession receiver, who commands more targets than, than OBJ does. Like, Jarvis can command eight targets a game, seven targets a game, stuff like that. OBJ is only looking at four to five targets. He's looking for that big play potential, but he's not looking to get those targets. Kareem's going Kareem's to get targets from him. Austin Hooper's going to get targets from him. They have David Njoku, who's back off injuries, but uh, get targets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on in, in that in that Browns offense. And if you're looking for OBJ to be this stud that, that you want him to be, it's just not the offense for him. And, and don't be wrong, uh, like they had Tyron Matthews back there. They have the Brashard Breenland really back there too for the Chiefs. The secondary is not bad. Uh, and OBJ could have could have this amazing game, but I, I just don't see it this first week. I just don't see it. It wasn't yeah. happening. It wasn't happening in the end before he got hurt either. So he's still coming back to an offense he wasn't really comfortable with in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see, though. I mean, there's it, a lot of points to go around there. Uh, I just think it goes more towards Kareem and Nick Chubb than it's going to be the OBJ. You think he gets traded by the end of the year? Ooh. It's a cause of controversy, huh? Um, Maybe. I doubt it, though, honestly. Uh, they're not paying him a ton. I mean, they're paying him a little bit, but not, it's not like some of these receivers get paid right now. Uh, so we'll see. But they they might free it up for some more cash space to figure something out. Um, I don't know, man. It's hard, it's hard to get rid of OBJ. The talent's just there. He's just he's so talented. He's he, he can figure it out real fast. Yeah. All right. And last one of the week, I think it goes without saying, Brandon Cooks. He's got Tyrod Taylor playing against him. Yeah. Go watch Tyrod Taylor when he played with the Bills, and then you'll see all what you need to see. He's not a uh, – you know, he can get the job done for you if you've got a great defense, which he doesn't have. So I'm expecting the Jags to win this game. But Brandon Cooks, he is a deep threat, but uh, he just, he's got a bad offensive line. He, he's got Tyrod Taylor playing with him. He's just not a, he's a number one receiver, but he's not a number one receiver. No, but maybe him and Tyrod can figure it out later. But this first game, man, I just see this first game being very, very ugly for the Houston Texans. Yeah. It's going to be an ugly season for him, most likely. I agree. Let's get into these tight ends. Um, and, again, we talked about this earlier. 49ers are playing the, the Lions. Pretty much fade the Lions at all costs. They're going up against one of the elite defenses in the NFL. They've got fucking Jared Goff as their quarterback. And uh, TJ Hawkinson, he's, I think he's, he was going as a top five tight end. I never took him as a top five tight end. Oh, he was. Um, but, he, you know, he's talented, but he's he's not – he's fade him this week. That's, that's, a, uh, that's our advice there. Dude, it's just, it's just gonna be ugly, man. Especially with those middle linebackers for the 49ers, man. There's another team that have very athletic linebackers. They're gonna be able to keep up with all these tight ends. Um, they're gonna stay on them and stuff like that. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Teacher Huxley maybe later will figure it out. Uh, I doubt it. it ain't gonna be this game. The 49ers are gonna put clamps on these lions. It's like, um, and by the way, people, the way we're talking about the 49ers and lions. If you're in a survivor pool, 49ers. Yeah. There's no other pick I like out there. Like all of them are too close. I don't even like the Bucks tonight. Like, like Dallas's offense is still good enough to throw a wrench in somebody. Yeah. yeah. So the just don't even overthink it. Get the 49ers out of the way. You're not gonna like any games 49ers are gonna play the rest of the year. They're, they're gonna be playing Seahawks, Cardinals, and stuff like that. This is gonna be the only lock that you actually like of them. So use it. Get it out the way. Don't even, don't even question it. Agreed. Uh, we touched base on this earlier as far as our other tight end set of the week. Mike Jacecki, talented guy. Same boat as TJ Hawkinson. We're not we're not shitting on his talents whatsoever, but um, he doesn't have a, a flamethrower of a quarterback throwing to him, and he's going up against a stout defense um, that you know Bill Belichick has had plenty of game tape and uh, 
time to prepare for this game. So looking at a low-scoring game, 43.5, don't start pretty much anybody from the Dolphins, unfortunately. I mean, I, I, I really I agree with you, man. It's, it's it's tough to see a lot of Dolphins scoring a lot in that game. Uh, like I said, the fly total's not there. The opener's not there. I agree with you. Too. And the only reason I don't even, and the only reason I don't even have the New England set of tight ends in this is because New England loves to run the two tight end sets. They love they love to target their tight ends. So I think those two could have a good game still, especially with security blankets over Mac Jones. They want to get him comfortable, get him in a rhythm. They'll uh, it's John o. Smith and who else? Uh, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. That's an awesome. That's an awesome tight end. That's stupid, man. Those are like tight, t- top ten tight ends. That is two possible top five tight ends. That is insane. Yeah, they could they could round out that bottom five. Um, and then lastly, here Dawson Knox. Yeah. This is a tough one because he's on a great offense, but he's definitely maybe the fourth option. He is the fourth option, man. They just picked up Emmanuel Sanders too, so they got Gabriel mm-hmm. Davis, Emmanuel Sanders, Stephon Diggs. Uh, yeah, Cole Beasley. Uh, that's he gave you the fifth option there, honestly. And, th- and then they even pass the ball to Devin Singletary on the backfield when Devin, Singlet- Devin Singletary wants to pull his head his ass and play a yeah. little bit. Uh, but yeah, Dawson Knox. I mean, they're playing, first of all, they're playing a very good Pittsburgh Steelers defense with very good linebackers, too. So Dawson Knox, I just don't see, I don't see a good game from him at all this week. All right. That rounds out the tight end sits for the week. And then um, let's bust through these defenses that we're going to sit for the week. Obviously, the Browns are playing the Chiefs. That's a no-brainer. The Chiefs are the best offense in the in the National Football yeah, League. Whip it around. Whip it around. The Chiefs against the uh, the Chiefs against the Browns. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs defense got some work to do. Granted, they do have they do have their their star players, Tyron Matthews, Tyron Matthew, right? That's how you say his name, yeah. Tyron Matthew. Yeah, Tyron Matthew, um, the Honey Badger. He's a hawk out there. But at the end of the day. Browns are loaded on offense. We've got OBJ. We've got Jarvis. We've got Kareem Hunt. We've got Baker. We've got fucking Nick Chubb. So um, stay away from that game as far as defensive. And what was the over-under, 54-and-a-half? man. That's a ton of scoring. So the only, way, the only way you're making those defenses worth your while at that point is a fumble six, pick six, kick return six, something like that. Um, and if you want to be freaky and you want to choose one of them, I mean, I'd recommend don't do it, but choose the Chiefs. Uh, because they have Nicole Hardman back there, kick part returning for him, and he could return in any moment. But that'd be the only upside for it. Take it to the house, MIA. All right, and then the, our last defensive set of the week. We spoke on this earlier. Washington. Everybody's big on Washington's defense. They are a great defense. I've uh, I've spoke on this numerous times, but they are playing a high powered offense in the Chargers. They're playing high powered. Uh, quarterback Justin Herbert is going to his second year. Had an amazing rookie year. One of the better ones. Um, obviously, Keenan Allen can get shit done. Mike Williams on the receiver side of things. You got Austin Eckler. Hopefully, he plays, which it's it's seeming like it's trending towards point this, right. at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean th- th- that's a high powered offense, and there there are better options out there that we gave you earlier to uh, to start on defense for this week. Now, let's get to these sleepers. I'm seeing uh, a former Jet. On here, which we don't see often, you do see it for sleepers, but you know you might not want to start them. But uh, Sam Darnold playing his former team, playing his like, former Whoa. team. Uh, I don't think about this game, dude. I mean, look, Sam Darnold has all the opportunity in the world this year to be so good. Uh, he's got DJ Moore, he's got Christian McCaffrey to pass to, he's got Robbie Anderson. They picked up Therese Marshall uh, from LSU, who was a stud in preseason. I don't think that man had less than eighty yards in any of those games preseason. He was looking mm-hmm. great. 
Uh, and they're playing a very bad Jets defense, man. It's a revenge game for Darnold, man. He wants to go out there and prove himself. Yeah. Um, look, it's it, good. It, I'm looking forward to this game. I actually kind of want to see this game, too. I, I want to see Zach Wilson as well. I'm, I'm, I've been impressed with what I've seen for Zach Wilson so far. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, look, people, if you don't have a quarterback start or you got some iffy ones like Tua, Mac Jones, stuff like that, go get Sam Darnold. He's, they're, 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 they're playing a bad defense. And, and the Panthers' defense is bad, too, so the game script shouldn't change. It should be a close – game either way there like i don't see anyone blowing anyone out there i don't see anyone going getting crazy so sam Darnold's gonna be in the game throwing the ball still and he's throwing it to a lot of good receivers now with dj moore man i mean dj moore's a stud yeah um, he catches just as much as he, as he runs it DJ, and, he, and cmc oh cmc is yeah cmc's gonna give sam Darnold a ton of just yards anyway man uh so sleeper quarterback sam Darnold. i i really am excited to watch this game and I, I i'm very rare i say i'm excited to watch a panthers jets game but I, I kind of want to see this game. It's gonna be fun to watch. Here's a good one, and I, uh, I made sure I'm pretty. I got this guy pretty late in Jess League, and that's Tevin Coleman. Who? Uh, yeah, I, I knew you'd like this. <laughs> I mean, he's, late, he's the number one back, dude. Whenever you're getting the number one running back in like the eighth or ninth round, dude, like I'm all over that. And um, Tevin Coleman it showed his ass in Atlanta. He was a great, he was a great running back behind Devontae Freeman for all those years. Yeah. Um, and now it seems like he's finally getting his own. His own push. Granted, they got Michael Carter that's going to sit behind him and learn, hopefully. But uh, Tevin Coleman can get shit done. And you just pointed out the Panthers have a shit defense. The Jets have a shit defense. You know, why not get two touchdowns in 100 yards? It's it's, yep. it's possible. And I, I can guarantee he's pretty cheap on DFS platforms, too. Dude, I mean, not even that, man. I mean, you're not asking, you're not asking much from Tevin Coleman here anyway, man. Let's say, let's say he gets 80 yards and a TD. He's getting you 14 points right there. You're, you're very happy with 14 mm-hmm. points from Tevin Coleman there. Yeah, like really, any 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 pass catcher out of backfield, he's proven that he's already proven he can do that in, in Atlanta. Um, so if he's getting majority of these touches against a bad Carolina defense, man, like especially PPR league, he could get you 15, 16 points. Yeah, I love that play. I might, uh, I probably won't start him this week, but I'll think about it. I gotta look at my matchups. I haven't done much, uh, much work yet on those. Got so many damn leagues now. So many. I'd look through. I look at players tonight. I got like CD playing tonight. I got Chris Godwin playing tonight. It's gonna be a um, long Sunday morning. I think that's it. I know. I can't wait to do right up for Sunday. All right. So we got uh, receivers this week. Either Debo or Ayuk. Debo and Ayuk. Either way, the Lions who are shit. Um. Yeah, the Lions are bad, and and they should be seeing a ton of targets. I was talking to someone about the 49ers the other day. Uh, the 49ers are a very pretty straightforward team, except for the running backs. The running backs are by committee. You can't figure out, you really can't trust any of them. You can't figure it out. But it's the exact opposite with their receivers. Uh, they have George Kittle tight ends. Then they literally only have two that they really rely on. It's Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Um, so Jimmy, if Jimmy's throwing 30 times a game, that means all three of them should be seeing eight plus targets right there easily. And Those then big yeah. play threats, too. Oh, yo, they're both big play threats. And on top of that, they both Rush out the backfield for 49ers certain plays as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Debo does a little more just sweet to Brandon Ayuk does, but they still they they play them both out the backfield a lot. Um, so their their potential is very big with their plays. Um, I I'm, can't, can't wait to see you both. I like Debo a little more than I like Brandon Ayuk. So if you want to choose one, I do like Debo more this week. Uh, but I mean, either one is a good start this week. All right, getting to tight end Tyler Conklin. Okay, look, tight ends. Yeah, you got to figure it out. Let's try and go outside regular starters. Um, well, Tyler Kyle Conklin. Rudolph was the guy for a long time and, and then it, ex- excelled. Then it was Irv Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tyler Cotton came in last year when both of them hurt. He did decent, caught a couple touchdowns, stuff like that. 
Um, this this is a deep deep sleeper. Uh, Cincinnati's defense is very bad against tight ends specifically. I want to say they were last or second to last last year against tight ends. Um, they did not do well against them. Um, Kirky loves throwing the tight ends too. Um, and outside Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, they really don't have that many other options too. It's kind of like a 49ers thing where you have them and then that one tight end. Yeah. And Coughlin could see those to end zone targets. And shoot, he gets 30 yards in a TD. I'm happy with Nair Temple. Value, baby. Value town. Now, this is one, if you would have told me two years ago that I'd ever be saying the Jags were a sleeper on defense, I'd laugh at you. But, and, and again, you noted it, they don't, they don't have a great defense. But you go watch Tyrod Taylor play quarterback. He doesn't make many mistakes. But there's a lot of balls getting thrown out of bounds. There's a lot of sacks being taken. He, yeah. he doesn't make many mistakes, but he just – and he can move, don't get me wrong, but it's um, it's very one-dimensional. The Texans are a very one-dimensional team, and – uh you know, it's a very low over/under for the for the game. So I mean, it's it's not bad value, and I'm sure they'll be very very cheap on DFS platforms. But um, yeah. I mean, like, like, like I said like earlier, that. man, I didn't I didn't like a lot of matchups defensive wise even this week anyway. So if you want to just take a shot at it, man, it, just the Jags. I mean, they they have some playmakers. They still have Miles Jack over there. Uh, Josh Allen's on their line still. Uh, they got a couple good uh, rookie secondaries that were rookies last year. They're figuring out this year. Uh, but they're playing a very bad team in the Houston, Texas. They really are. Um, so a couple turnovers here and there for a touchdown. If, I mean, th- this is just a desperation play, guys. This is a, sleep, this is a sleeper play. This is something that you, if you want to start. Um, but, I mean, the, they, could easily, they could easily get a couple points there for you on defense. If you, if you don't like any of other options, just play, them against, just play the team against the worst team. Jazz getting some respect. They're actually 2,700 on uh, DraftKings this week. Yeah. They are. They're not one of the bottom here. I want to say they're like seventh from the bottom or eighth from the bottom, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Nah. They're even higher than that. Three, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen. There's a middle of the pack. So I mean, obviously it's a it's a it's a good play. There's value there. I mean, they're not, you know, you look at the damn Niners who we we've sucked off this pocket. Forty two hundred. Yeah. So uh, but then you look at the, the Texans and you know, the Texans are twenty one hundred and the Bengals, who we've also said obviously fade, are two thousand. These predictions I'm sure were Made without looking at those salaries. I don't even know if they were released yet, but um, but yeah. So that that uh that ends it for the sits. Now let's get into making some money tonight, brother. I'm hoping to hop on this podcast next time and tell you how I won a million bucks off of this lineup right here. How we your- won a million bucks. I got you. Okay. Well, I got something different from you. See, so who's your sleeper of the day? And I'm gonna tell you mine. Uh, what do you mean sleeper? Oh, excuse me. Your MVP of the day. Excuse okay. me. Okay. My MVP of the day is Antonio Brown. Um, I've made three lineups already for tonight. Two have Antonio Brown MVP. Uh, one's Leonard Fournette. I just like Leonard. He's going to figure it out. I mean, it's, it's whatever. But Antonio is because he is one of the cheaper MVP options. Uh, so I can figure fill out my roster accordingly after the fact. Um, I want to say he's like 8,800. What is it? What is he? Okay, he's 80, 84 on DraftKings. 84 is MVP on DraftKings. Um, it's one of the lower values. Uh, he got targeted a lot towards the end of the year last year. Could see a lot of big play potential from him as well. This is uh, it also gives you the opportunity to fill in people. You could have Dak now. You can have Chris Godwin as well, CD Lamb, stuff like that. You can have all these other players with him. And Antonio Brown still could be the number one player out of the day today. He could absolutely. His upside is, is huge. He's he's two years removed from being the best receiver in football. Yep. Uh, and he could have probably been that last year too had he not shot himself in the foot and missed opportunities. Let me give you mine, and I'm, I'm going to preface it with this is my squad 
other than my MVP. I've got Dak Prescott. I've got okay. Amari Cooper. I've got CeeDee Lamb. I've got Mike Evans. I've got Tom Brady. Can I can I guess who your MVP is then? Yeah. Your MVP is now Blake Jarwin. Nope. He's Ooh. way too expensive. Hold on. Is it a tight end for the Bucks? Uh-uh. Who the hell's your tight? Who's the hell's your damn MVP then? Scotty Miller. Oh, stop it. No, nope, I'm 2400. done. Nope, I'm done. Stop. Out. Scotty Miller, bro. DraftKings PPR. Yes, that's cool, man. Look at look at look at it. Look at his stats after Antonio Brown got there. After all the after filled all the roster spots. After all that. Scotty fell hard, man. It's worth a shot in the dark, bro. And the, the team around him is gonna get theirs. Let him get two touchdowns, bro. Don't don't tell me it's not impossible. You know you want to know what his odds were for two touchdowns today? I looked at all this already. It was fun. What was it? Uh, he was like 6,600 to one. <laughs> he was like plus 6,600. That's not that crazy. I mean, it's crazy, but it's not that crazy. Six to one, man. I mean. Hey. Oh, not, 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 just give me a touchdown, bro. That's really all I need. Just give me a touchdown. Maybe. I mean, look, I, a touchdown, and I'm cool with it. And then the other guys are going to do their part. My, my problem with Scotty there is MVP is he's not going to see the targets. Yeah, no doubt. He'll get four target stops. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you're, so you're hoping for two big plays and then touchdown. Yeah. But Tom Brady right. trusts him, though. Tom Brady trusts him, and more importantly, Tom Brady loves his little white boys. So. I mean, I might put that lineup in, too. We'll see. Hey, why not? You know what I'm saying? But, uh, oh, my computer's about to die, so I need to get moving. Um, so your, your, two, uh, regular season, or your two regular lineup starts tonight. You got Leonard Fournette and Dak Prescott. Yeah. Break it down and carry us out. All right, Leonard, uh, I mean, he's going to get all the goal line touches for Tampa. Uh, like I said, your defense isn't good. T- Cowboys defense is good at literally at anything, really. I mean, there's not really a spot where you can do anything about it. Uh, he's going to be on the field the whole time. His game, He's game script proof, uh, so he will be getting touches. Everyone's talking about Rojo and stuff like that. Uh, cool, Ronald Jones will be out there too, but Leonard gets the majority of the touches. He proved it last year. Uh, he did it at the end of the year last year. He did it in the Super Bowl. He was he was the one that got touchdowns. He's the one that got the other yards. Um, and then we go to Dak. Dak, once again, is going to be game script proof for y'all. You're going to be down. You'll be throwing the ball a lot. And if, anything, if Dak is anything like he was last year, he could throw for 400 yards a night. I mean, he still yeah. lose. He still lose by 14. Yeah. You, did that, you did that a ton last year with him. But he could he could throw for 400 and throw for three touchdowns. And if he does that, he has to be in all your lineups. No doubt. And I'll tell you what, the last time that we got on this yeah. podcast and we talked about football, it was the, the day before the Super Bowl. We missed out on Gronk having two touchdowns. Are you fading or are you starting Gronk tonight? I don't know. Uh, he's a little too expensive for my taste, to be honest. Um, like I said, there's a lot of other options. They're bringing O.J. Howard back as well. Uh, he's coming Cameron back in Super Bowl. They still have Cameron Brate. Um, it's, oh, yeah, it's, he's eighty one hundred. Gronk, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll have a, a taste of him, but I won't have him too much. But. Gronk's a little too expensive for me for this slate. Um, so we'll see. Um, but the, so, what, so you let, that's your favorite lineup, huh? That Scotty Miller lineup? Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to rock that thing out of the park. I'm feeling right, it. Let me tell you my favorite lineup. What we got? Hold on. I'm going Make to it quick. My, my computer's about to die. Antonio Brown MVP. All right. Dak, C.D. Lamb. I mean, I know off the top of my head, really. Dak, C.D. Lamb. Um, here we go. Tom Brady, Leonard, Bucks defense. Stupid. That, that's the wrench in it right there. Why? The gets a pick six? Anything like that? But here's my other Antonio Brown lineup. This is also not a liar. Antonio, Tom, Dak, CD, Leonard, 
Dalton Schultz. Love it. I was just about to say Dalton Schultz. Obviously, uh, if you could get Blake Jarwin, you would, but you can't. But uh, Dalton Schultz, build up trust with uh, not so much Dak last year, but at least definitely with our offense, our offensive coordinator. So, uh, you know, he's reliable. He can get you a touchdown. He can get you six catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. And that's all you need with him being priced at 6900 We'll take it. But we've won an hour and eight. It's been so fucking awesome talking about football. Um, yeah, just I'm can't excited. wait, brother. We are an hour and 15 minutes from game time. If you're listening to this on Twitter, make sure you check us out on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And if you're listening to this on either one of those, make sure you follow us on Twitter at BetTheBest3. Also hit us up on TikTok and Instagram. We're building those bitches up. Same fucking tagline, BetTheBest3. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun, brother. I'll talk to you later. All right, Bubba. Peace, everybody. Peace.